Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. 536 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Do you do that out loud? Would you order, do you, do you think out loud in front of the waiter? I do. <laughs> I hate to say that. You're I, that I'm guy, Rudy. I'm always talking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go through, you go, hmm, hmm, what do I want? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm so boring. Wherever I go, they know who I am and they know my order is always the same, so I barely even have to tell them. You know. There you go. Just, yeah. Boring. 72, 72, 72. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. Don't worry about it. Uh, you got to catch that if you you could even catch that. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. I, I don't know if I want to read all these texts. I don't know if I want to like you guys. Tell me what you want to do. I mean this this mail in ballot stuff. This is absolutely for the birds. Uh, just very quickly, Eddie, I promised sure. folks over the weekend on on Facebook. That yes, I was you gonna, did. I was going to read them the the numbers. Um, don't forget. Yes. On July 9th, uh, your governor, the governess. Uh, and this is an exact quote, the Santa Fe, New Mexican, an article, New, uh, New Mexico reports second highest number of COVID cases to date. This article ran on July 10th, reporting on the governor's comments the day before. Quote, given the rate of increase that we are seeing in the state today and taking today's numbers of individuals that we lost here in the state at this rate, we could have 639 potentially new deaths in the next five weeks. Okay, um, I took that quote down, folks, and I have tracked the number of deaths uh, since she made that claim, and our five-week period is now over. Uh, Don't forget, Governor said, uh, as she often does, worst-case scenarioing, we could have 639 deaths in the next five weeks. Actual number of deaths, 167. She was off by almost a factor of four. 20%. No, 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 not 20%, 80%. She was off by 80%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can't try she, she that's overestimated just, that's just it four science. times. Okay, that's our governor. She only cares about the science. 639 deaths, and then reality intervened with 167 deaths. With so. everything that everybody has to keep up with, she understands that the disinformation and the constant barrage of recycling your brain with the news cycle, she yep. understands that she can get away with lying. Has one media outlet other than KIVA held her to that five-week prediction. Are Which you going to hear be? about that? Uh, are you going to hear about that in the print press? Are you going to hear it? Her quote ran in the Santa Fe, New Mexican. Do you think last week when the five weeks were up, Santa Fe, New Mexican said, oh, Governor, we're going to check in with you about your prediction over those five weeks. Who was the other media outlet? I, I, I was asking a question. Has anyone other than KIVA? Oh, I thought you said only one other media no, outlet. No, okay. you will hear it here and nowhere else, holding this woman accountable. All right, 550-5500, let me read through these uh, very quickly. Then i got to get to this ridiculous mail-in stuff. Eddie, my name is Denise, and I've been listening to you for quite a while. I'm in full support of Impeach MLG. While hiking in the East Mountains on Saturday, we came across the attached post to sign encouraging everyone to report violations of public health orders. Really? I've sent in my petition for impeachment as well as many of my friends. Let's get her out. have to do it in 2021. And I believe that we can do it. Rat your fellow citizens. And uh, it says, to report violations of public health orders, please call 833-551-0000. That's not the net number, but i uh, just going to let you know. Rat squad. I don't, I'm not required to provide that information for health orders. Because, again, it's an order. And you might say, well, because the Supreme Court said it's ultimately law, uh, I will still treat it as an order. Two different things. Hi, Eddie. If you look at the malarial areas of the world, you will notice that they have a low incidence of death. Vietnam, 24. Cambodia, 0. Laos, 0. Myanmar, 6. Countries like high incidence. Brazil, India, Africa. The area of high malarial threat have low COVID, while the areas of COVID have low malarial threat. Just saying, because areas of malarial threat would have high usage of HCQ. we got to stop this. People are dying, folks, because of politics. Not because 
HCQ is going to have a debility. I mean, what is the harm in taking hydroxychloroquine? I mean, you have to wonder. You really do have to wonder just how evil do you have to be to not prescribe something that you know would work, right? It, it, think about this in terms of we know there's a lot of drugs that are manufactured in India. We know that they uh, there's people who can't get access to those drugs here in the United States. And they're like, why can't we? Well, they're not approved by the FDA. You're going to go ahead and have to figure out another way to go ahead and get healed because the FDA decided that they're not going to approve these drugs, okay, they, for whatever reason. So you have to go save yourself. You fly to India, go to Calcutta or wherever, Mumbai or whatever, and you say, well, I need to go ahead and survive, and I need access to those guns, those, those drugs. And you find out, and this is the, by the way, this report from I remember, it was a very human report, came out from NPR, if I'm not mistaken, like four or five years ago. Because of their lack of access to drugs, people had to fly to other countries to find them. I'm sorry, but healthcare should not work that way. It should absolutely not work that way. And we're seeing what happens when we put government in touch or in charge of our healthcare. You're seeing Ugh. it when you put Michelle Lujan Grisham in charge of your health. When you're seeing it when you see the, you know, FDA or the CDC in charge of your health, they do not make the right rational decisions on your own behalf. I have to tell you, if you were infected with COVID-19 and you're 75 plus and you've had a comorbidity and you can't get access to hydroxychloroquine and say, well, you know what? That's just the way it is. This could really impact you in other ways. Well, I'm dying from COVID-19 here. I thought it was that bad of an infection, that bad of a virus, right? I mean, the, it's a hit or miss all the way along. This is how you know that it's not about health care. Hmm. That's how you know it's not about health care. They don't care about your health. We have a joke in New England. We, we hate the Yankees more than we love the Red Sox. It's funny. Um, they hate Trump more than they are even willing to concede anything on this drug that, that it might be useful. In some you capacity. might be onto something there. You might want to look into the hysteria as to whether or not you're a bigger Red Sox fan or a bigger Yankees hater. No, I think no. there's something to that, right? Yeah. Does that immediately click in your head? Like everybody who's listening right now, 90, 90% of the people are like, you know what? Like, it's the same thing with the Dallas Cowboy haters. Do you, do you hate the Dallas Cowboys more or do you cheer for your own team? Would you rather see Dallas Cowboys lose or would you rather see your team win? Like it's the same mentality. Dowd, you're onto something there. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd take that into a different direction. Okay. Seriously, I think there's something to that. I, I, I think there's a mental illness with with the Orange Man Bad group that that is just. I mean, these same people, people who Mika, hate the Cowboys, Mika. same people who hate the Yankees. <laughs> people need counseling. Yeah, they do. I mean, listen, I I was not a supporter of uh, Barack Obama. I didn't get up every day seething with hatred about a Barack Obama. I never right. understood that actually. I, I didn't, you know. I I wrote about public policy in my column. You know, if it yeah. mentioned the administration, usually in a bad way. I don't know. Every six columns, maybe, would mention the Obama administration. I mean, I did not get up burning with hatred for this man, thinking he was trying to destroy my life. I opposed him. Uh, I opposed almost everything that administration did. But there's something about Trump. I don't know what drives these people crazy. But this, this is from this is from an attorney. I want you to uh, listen here. Let me let me get get on with things. Say what you're going to say very quickly, Rudy. But... No, I was just going to say. But the difference is Obama. Uh, Trump is not trying to destroy the nation. <laughs> See, that's the big difference. So why would you hate a man that's making the nation better? Well, nobody could really know the intentions of anyone's heart, but I could tell you that if I were guessed that based upon the outcomes of both Trump and Obama and the Bushes, 
that of those three, only one man truly loves this country, as far as I'm concerned, and that's Donald Trump. President um, here's an interesting text that just came through. Uh, Eddie, I called Dr. Gardner when you first started advertising because you know that I had heart surgery recently. I also have high blood pressure and diabetes and asthma. The last thing I want is to get the virus, which I think is real but horribly overblown. It spoke with the receptionist who was real terrible to me and said that it wasn't able to take any new patients and she didn't know what he had on their radio station was all about. I need to get a good dentist. I need to see if I can take hydroxychloroquine in addition to the zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D, and I'm already taking. So can we get her in touch with uh, Dr. Gardner? Yes. I think maybe the receptionist was just having a bad day. Or it may have been brand new, you know, because when he launched that, it was brand new, and I'm sure all the calls were not wonderful calls to him. Well, let's also put it, uh, yeah, that could be true, and let's also put it in, in context. Remember, there are different people who happen to work for us who might see, right? Uh, why would a receptionist see this thing as, well, I'm not going to be very nice. She's looking for hydroxychloroquine, not looking for dental work, right? Right. So she could have her own political bent and not allow her to be scheduled in. I think that that's very, very possible. We've seen that types of thing happen. So anyway, I got to get you in touch because this is a good friend of mine. Yeah, I'll And be a good friend to. of Dowd's, uh, incidentally. Now, let me... Um, I didn't know I had any friends. Oh, Dowd, stop it. Hey, I, I, 19 people thank me, uh, gave me happy birthday wishes. The fact yesterday. that you counted them. The fact, that, the fact that you counted Facebook them. Facebook counts it for you. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why we... We got we got to stop people getting on Facebook, I suppose, because they can count everything. That's right. Metrics, uh, analytics. Right? It's isn't just science. The, isn't that what the uh, de- the Democrats said about uh, Donald Trump that he was able to steal the whole election via Facebook? Now, the chairman of the Republican Party, Steve Pierce, says there's a big difference between absentee voting and mail-in voting. Absentee ballots, by contrast, you have to request them, and it's a felony if you request one for somewhere else. So there's some cross checks on it. Now, who's doing the cross checking? Election authorities. <laughs> okay, that would be your county clerk. Yep. That would be your secretary of state. Why would the chairman of the Republican Party put trust in the hands of an already compromised, and dare I say it, corrupt secretary of state and a corrupt county clerk here in Bernalillo County to say, you know what, you can request an absentee ballot. They'll put you to the right things. And I've, I've already known a bunch of people, the day I've already known a bunch of people who registered plenty of time ahead of the election and weren't registered to, and were not registered for the right. primary. My uh-huh. dad was one of them. Yeah, he yeah, registered in February, right. right? And he was not registered to vote in June when we had the primary. He was well, very, very upset about it. We know these requests went out because Mr. Uh, one Eddie Aragon got one of these last week. He, he threw, at, threw it at me and said, is this for real? It, it came now. Rudy, you're a registered Republican. You, you said you called me Manny Aragon? You said Eddie Aragon. Did I say Manny? No, you he said, said Eddie. Oh, okay. Uh, I know your name. Um, did you get one too? Because you're registered. I did. I I even so you uh, both got I one. texted you a copy of what it looked like. I just could not believe that they were making it sound. I mean, mine looked like Donald Trump is all for this. Please send it in. So this uh, that's the second part. That's really you know the split here is it makes it seem as if Donald Trump's on board with mail-in voting. Does yeah. it not? Yeah, is that yeah. the perception? Very much. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it is, that's not what's important. The perception is you have to re you have to play people's perceptions. So think of it like a po- poker game, right? Well, what I'm playing it like yes. I'm playing. I've got a full house here, right? But right, I've got a two or a six and an eight, and it, this ain't going to work. And the turn card, I'm waiting for the turn card over there. And it's not probably not going to end up going my way. So you have to be able to play that perception the right way. And publicly, this just doesn't look good from RPNM. 
And I have to say, the infighting that's concurrently happening between people who are in support of Namoga and the people who are within the Republican Party, that also should not have been a public, in my opinion, should not have been a public spat. Yeah. Especially, you know, 80 days in. That's not the way that you want to play that going in. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Don't you want to quell those flames and never let them sort of get out? You never want infighting to come out amongst the the crowd. And if Namoga decides that they want to cut their nose off despite their face and endorse uh, Zoshi Tiltoris, which they did not. That's the other thing. It made it seem as if they had endorsed her. They had not officially. It made it seem as if they endorsed her, which almost helped Namoga endorse her. That's the other problem that you end up running in here. So we've got enough problems with the election to deal with that we shouldn't have to have these public spats amongst us conservatives, especially these small but ever-growing number of conservatives. I have to say the Trump campaign's doing a great job out there, and compounding that, they've been all around the state. And if I'm not mistaken, we're probably out-registering them just because of the Trump campaign, and we're one of the swing states. The independents likely will go for Trump here in the state. We're 41%. Think about this, folks. 41% with Gary Johnson in the race. Okay? That's 11% over over the Republican Party registration. That's nearly half of the independents. You don't think that we're going to probably go much uh, much higher than that without a third-party candidate in the presidential race? I happen to think that New Mexico quite possibly not just is in play, but Donald Trump will win New Mexico. And I think that's going to help all our down ticket candidates, each and every one of them that's not a Democrat. I don't think I'm hopeful in that. I think I'm almost right on. You, both, you both believe that. I do. <laughs> yeah. I think you're crazy. <laughs> I'm with him. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. 550, 50, 500. That's 550-5500. Uh, hey, Eddie, I received the same mailer paid for by the Arizona G- GOP. Why are they wasting valuable resources? This is Joe in Mace, Arizona. Hmm. Here's the seven-day coronavirus average, Eddie. 202, 180, 177, 175, 46, 139, 95. You're averaging 155.42. I thought the goalposts would be moved again very soon. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they not say the seven-day moving average needed to be 168? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, this coronavirus craziness just doesn't seem to subside. So back to really what the coronavirus is all about. It's about making sure that the Democrats win the presidential election, including uh, the state of New Mexico, which has five very important electoral votes. Senator Martin Heinrich and Tom Udall, both staunch liberal progressive Democrats, also signed a letter to Postmaster General Louis DeJoy expressing concern about the policy changes. Say they are causing mail delivery delays will make it more difficult and more expensive for citizens to vote by mail. Do these people ever stop complaining? and bitching and moaning about how the Republicans are cheating. You're the ones who are cheating. You literally own every single seat in the entire state. You have both Senate positions. You have all the House positions. If you lost one or two of those here in this next go-around, would that be such a big deal? Really? Is it a win-at-all-cost for you disgusting, sickening, spineless Democrats? According to the New Mexico Secretary of State, Toulouse Oliver, president of the uh, National Association. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's a scary thought, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I think they only do it like one year at a time for these various government trade associations. But, oh, she's making a name for herself. Oh, yeah. On August 7th, she sent the same uh, uh, rant letter to DeJoy and expressed some of the very same concerns as her buddy. I think these are just templates that are just uh, generated at the end of the day. Well, here's the problem. 
If we let them cry and complain and state that we're cheating when we don't even control those, you might remember Soros Company owns a number of those voting machines, folks. That still hasn't been looked into. If we lose this Senate and our GOP majority is gone, this could be bad. And there's some very vulnerable seats. Cory Gardner being one of them. Martha McSally in Arizona. This is all the Southwest. This is the Californication. And then, of course, you got Susan Collins was the swing vote in Kavanaugh, if I remember correctly. Is that correct? Yeah, ended up voting for him, which shocked a lot. Shocked me. Yeah, yeah. that was a very important thing. And then North Carolina, you've got uh, Tom Tillis, where Trump captured 49% of the vote in 2016. And by the way, North Carolina Chapel Hill shut down for the entire fall. And I believe it or not, it's actually uh, pretty. <laughs> Is the basketball season at risk? Oh, no, never. <laughs> never, no, never, never, never. Priorities. So there you go. Those are the vulnerable seats. You've got some other stuff. Michigan Republican candidate John James is running against Gary Peters. You've got former Auburn football coach Tommy Tuber- Tuberville, the GOP nominee. But here's what's interesting. There's no mention at all of Mark Ronchetti yep. to take over Ben Ray Lujan. Do we have any poll numbers that are starting to come out? And I've heard neither hide nor hair of that race at all. Have you? No. Rudy, no. any commercials? Yeah, anything? there Ben Ray has commercials on TV. And where's Ron Ketty? I know he doesn't have a whole lot of money, but he's... I'll put him on every day. I really don't care. And here's the thing. I think if he waits till the end, I think that's where the deal will be made. When people will make up their minds. So he may be playing the smart... He may be what, playing what, really what, smart. What are you talking about? What deal TV. is going to be made? What, no, no. For TV. If you wait on TV and put all... Because it's so expensive... If you hold off and you wait till the end, you'll do all right. You gotta be on radio today. 60% of the votes are gonna be cast by October 15th. You're not gonna wait until the end to get voted into the U.S. Senate. 60% of the votes with the mail-in will be voted by October 15th. Within two months, 60% of the votes will be in. Wait, what what are you, where are you gonna get with some TV buy in the last couple of weeks in a rush? Mad rush, huh? We get, no. All he has to do is ride the coattails of Donald Trump, and all that stuff with his disassociation with Trump has to just completely and totally go away at this point. I, I'm a declined stater, and I received no mailings from the Ron Ketty campaign. I'm exactly the person he needs, yeah, you needs need to, to be, reach. Because you know? you're the guy that will vote for him ten right. times out of ten. I mean, Because you're a never Lou Hunter. I haven't even gotten a, <laughs> I haven't gotten a postcard. I mean, I'm a never Ben Rayer. I mean, I don't want, never, I don't a, want the U.S. Democrat. Senate. I don't want the U.S. Senate to receive a new member uh, as the dumbest man in the world's greatest deliberative body. Um, oh, you know, I want uh, that I want that person to remain, you know, whoever it is now, uh, you know, uh, Richard Blumenthal maybe or you know, I, I don't I don't know cuz Ben Ray is number 1 with a bullet once he enters that Have you chamber. met Dick Blumenthal? Uh I was paid to fight against him in 2010, but okay. I not personally. No, I I was hired on the day all of his lies came about came out about Vietnam. He yeah. claimed he was a Marine in Vietnam. And he oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That New York Times story broke, and I was hired that morning by the campaign. So I walk into the office in West Hartford, and everybody's just, we got him, we got him, we're going to win. What did you do? What were you, what, what, did, like, what were you tasked with? Tell me how you were told to take him uh, down. I believe I still have a non-disclosure agreement with, the, with the Linda McMahon that was campaign. That I, I can't talk about you can't those share things anything? last forever. Uh, one of the best employers I ever had, and uh, one of uh, oh. most generous employers. I've ever had. I don't think I can say any more than what Darn I. Darn it! <laughs> Will you tell it just between you and I? Well, yeah. I, what I wanted to, I wanted to meet some WWE divas on that campaign, and the McMahons never, never brought any wrestlers by. So I, you know, that was, was kind of a. Bummer. Oh yeah, the McMahons. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So here's the problem with mail-in voting.
according to the Secretary of State, unlike Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, which wants to do everything by mail-in, 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 and Heinrich and Udall and Ben Ray Lujan. Do you think these guys respect Ben Ray Lujan? Honestly. You got the name, buddy. Go get it done. Yep. <laughs> Send them in. It counts as a win for us. That's all we care the about. The Secretary of State has stated that it takes five to ten years in Washington State for mail-in voting to actually work. This is what it would take. So now you have the Postal Service sending out a warning itself. The Postal Service sending out that 46 states and D.C. will see delays. We told you, were we not the first to tell you that we're going to be counting ballots all the way until the end of the year? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We told you that we're we not highlighting real-world examples of like what happened in New York's primary. I mean, this is, has exactly. actually happened this right. year. And see, here's really the dangerous part that we run. What did Nancy Pelosi do today? She upstaged the DNC. Besides the president and the vice president, she is literally the most powerful person in the country. She calls back 435, 434 congressional people back up to Washington, D.C. And here's what's really interesting. Did you know in the absence or in the disputed outcome of an election that she has the ability to point and look this up doubt <laughs> clarify for for yes. our listeners if you need to she has the ability to point the commander in chief on behalf of the people of this country if your jaw just dropped it should I don't doubt that that would be one of the scenarios one of the processes that they would actually like to do she is unconscionable. Her and Schumer, they have, you might remember back in December of 2018, when her and Schumer basically folded their arms like, we've got the power, we're not going to give you anything, we're going to shut down the government, we're going to take down the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Like, you know, we can go over and over, and we will outline this over the next 80 days, how many times the Democrats have tried to sink the United States of America's ship just so that they could get power. How many times has it happened? When they came to power in 2018, go look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Go look at the government. Go look at the people who were furloughed. Then all of a sudden, it came roaring back at the beginning of 2019. Why did it have to happen like that? It didn't. Donald Trump was, uh, Trump was playing uh, chess while they were playing checkers. You guys have all said it yourself. You remember that time. Well, what's happening here with this election mail-in ballots? They've literally put everything they possibly can because they are unconscionable, without value, and they don't care about setting precedent here. You might remember the uh, the former uh, uh, Senate, the president of the Senate, who uh, set the precedent uh, for all of us with the nuclear option, and then all they need is 50 plus one. Is that correct going forward to get anything they want in the Senate? Now, in the final salvo, as Schumer, who sent me a letter, said, well, the U.S. is going to stop. U.S. Postal Service is going to stop removing letter collection boxes because we don't want to give Trump an opportunity for people not to go ahead and show up as the polls. They're basically saying the mailboxes are now the voting locations, not the actual voting locations. Look it up from the Secretary of State just this year. How many polling locations were shut down in 2019 and 2020 under her leadership? They don't want to see your vote. Back up to the top of the hour, Fox News. 